Hello and welcome to the Ginger Bets Be Good Golf Betting Podcast. I would like to say it's back by popular demand, but it's just by request of a few people that I really don't want to disappoint. So this week we are back with a podcast in addition to the YouTube video outrights that will be coming your way later in the week. The bank holiday has thrown us back a week in the UK here, so it will be Tuesday evening when you receive this week's newsletter. Some of the prices may have changed slightly, but I'm hoping not too much, and therefore they will remain as my selections. I want to keep this podcast short and sweet. It's going to be under 10 minutes long this week because that is what you as the listeners and the readers and the viewers of the YouTube channel are telling me you are liking. So a quick recap of last week. It was a near miss. Keegan Bradley, for those of you that followed the outright um, each way outside a section um, that it comes in the Ginger Bet's weekly golf insights mail that comes to you from the Substack software, then you were clinging on to a potentially very rewarding ticket on Sunday. But unfortunately, Keegan does what Keegan did, or Keegan did what Keegan does, should I say. And he decided to go a bit cold. He hit it in the drink on 13, and there was no way back from there. But it wasn't um, an overly... Um, disappointing week by any stretch of the imagination to have Keegan in the place payouts and also Abraham Anser in the place payouts. That is what I call a successful week. So I'm hoping that plenty of you got stuck into those bets and from the seven selections that were available, then there were two place payout options. Whichever you way you played, whether that be on the outright picks or on the speculative outsider picks, you were rewarded with a return of money and profit. On to this week, we have the Wells Fargo Championship. It's going to be a brute of a test. The course plays long, and as you will see in the mail shop that has been round today, short hitters stay at home, poor putters stay at home. The order of the day is hit it long, hit it far, and then dial it in with those irons. I expect a winning score of minus 10 to uh, 15 under par. Similar to last week, Sam Burns did skip away from the field in the end, but you would see that the majority of the place payouts were in that range that we identified, and this week I see no reason for it to be any different. That's enough for last week. That's a little tempter of what we've got in store this week track-wise. I'm going to quickly run through the five key skill sets required and then get in to my four outright picks for the Wells Fargo Championship. Stay tuned. This skill sets section has been really useful in narrowing down my picks. And I expect if you wanting to do your own research, then this is a good place to start. Because these have led me to some really good place payouts this year. And just to quickly recap, before we get into the five key skill sets for this week, we have had winners at... 50 to 1, 28 to 1, 25 to 1, place payouts at 90 to 1, 80 to 1, and 33 to 1, all in 2021 so far. 
So we're four months into the year and we have had all of those successes and they have been formed from identifying how the course will play and what the key skill sets are that are going to enable your player to be successful. This is how I build my player pool for DraftKings that might include up to 20, 25 players at the start of the week and helps me narrow down those picks into, say, 10 to 15 players that make up the majority of my teams. Also make it pay in the outright section, as you've seen by the tips so far this year. So let's get into this week's section. Five key skill sets required, and I'm strong on some of these, particularly strong on a few. First off, driving distance. Driving distance is going to be key this week. When you look at the statistics shared and the graphics shared with you in the weekly insights email, you will see that a quarter of a shot difference per round is weighted in terms of driving distance importance. So that's a quarter of a shot. So those players that are hitting it long and far have a massive advantage over the relative short hitters this week. This course is a brute, so you are going to have to send it off the tee. And that I have brought to you in my outsiders selections for sure. So you're going to have to see the weekly Golf Betting Insights email to get access to that. If you're not a subscriber, get yourself over to gingerbets.substack.com and subscribe to get on the weekly email list that includes much more than what is included in just this podcast. It includes the key outsiders to consider. And all three of those this week hit it long and far off the tee. So first up, driving distance. Second, strokes gained approach. I want to see players dialing it in with the irons. A total tee to green game is required this week. You cannot fake it round this golf course. Next up, third point, par five scoring. The winners of this tournament in the past have notably performed well on the par five opportunities and they must take advantage. So when doing my research this week and when doing playing around with certain models, I have factored in par five scoring, long-term par five scoring. I don't want to know what you did last week at the Valspar. I want to know what you've been doing over the last 50, 60, 100 rounds of golf. And I have broken that down and brought that to you in my outright picks. Fourth, and definitely not one to be uh, overlooked this week. It's not one I mention all the time, but putting on the Bermuda grass surfaces. There is a notable difference in all of the putting surfaces on the PGA Tour. Players have a preference for certain surfaces, and this week is no different. We're on Bermuda grass, and I want to see players with Bermuda grass positive strokes gain performance on their putting. In addition to that, in general, the tournament, as you can see when you subscribe to the newsletter, requires you to put well. It's not quite a putting contest because there's so much emphasis on other parts of the game, but it definitely requires you to put well in order to lift that trophy. And the players that have been successful over the last few years have ranked in the top 10 for putting that particular week. And last but not least, strokes gained around the green. It's going to require on tough tracks for you to avoid bogeys and when you do inevitably miss greens to get up and down and it's no different this week. So to recap, the five key skill sets and if you're not doing your own selections then there's no need to pay too much attention to this but if you are doing your own research, the five things to consider 
in, in order of importance, driving distance, stroke gains approach, stroke gains par 5 scoring, strokes gained around the green and strokes gained on Bermuda grass putting services. That's strokes gained putting. They're the five. Let's get in to this week's four outright selections. And I'm pretty keen on these this week. I'm confident that we're going to be in the running come Sunday evening. Before we get into the outright sections, there are a few at the top of the board that I want to warn you off this week. It's backfired on me before this year, but I quite like the idea of warning you off players that I feel are overrated by the betting market. This week, they are Rory McIlroy. He's got a great record at Quail Hollow. He's got a great record at the Wells Fargo, but he's out of nick. And I do not think that four, three or four weeks with his new swing coach will have changed that too much. Rory will bounce back at some point, but he's easily overlooked in this strong field this week, as short as 16 to 1. Also prepared to overlook Tony Finau. Why? Well, this course could play to his strengths. However, he's not in as consistent form as he has been during times of his career. And if he's not in, those cons in that consistent form, why would it be this week that I choose to dial into him? He doesn't also have a great record at this event and he's easily passed over at 28 to 1. The next player that I want to pass over who's going to be popular with loads, Will Zalatorius. We tipped him up two weeks ago. It's the first time I've ever landed on him. I do think that he will win tournaments and I think that tests like this suit him. However, his putting stats are goddamn awful and the person that wins this week is going to have to roll their rock pretty darn good. Will Zalatorius, easy to pass over. And the fourth one that I want to pass over at the top of the market, he is just too short in the betting for me right now, and that is Max Homer. Max Homer is as short as 22 to 1 with Boyle Sports. 22 to 1, that's not right, is it? He might be the winner of last year, he might be in good form, but I'm not quite sure that he's an elite level player yet that worthy of a 22 to 1 price in, in a field that includes. Rahm, Thomas, DeChambeau, Shoffley, Hovland, Simpson, to name just a few. And the missing man, Patrick Reed, who's often overlooked. Right, I promised you that we would get into the outright picks for this week. And that I am about to do. So, wait no longer. Here it comes. The first selection of the week, then. He is a player that I debated hard with at the top of the market. Justin Thomas and John Rahm headers up. Who'll go off favourite? I think JT will probably go off slight favourite because of last week's encouraging T-degree performance. However, my first selection of this week, I have plummeted for John Rambo Rahm. Let me tell you why very quickly. On courses that demand distance off the tee and an overall T-degree game that to be bob-on, Justin Thomas obviously ticks those boxes, hence the reason he is one of the top players in the world. But I feel that those parts of the game come slightly easier to John Rahm. John Rahm, off the tee, I believe has JT covered slightly in terms of distance, most definitely, and consistency. And on this strict ball striking test, when JT plays long courses, 
he can and be prone to pushing it off the tee, which then means that he sprays it right and left. It puts extra importance on his iron game being perfect then for him to compete. I'm not saying that he cannot do that, but these are my reasons for overlooking JT in favour of John Rahm at the top of the market this week. If you are a JT fan, do not let me put you off. He will be close to contending this week without a shadow of a doubt. But they are my reasons for choosing John Rambo Rahm at the top of the market. He's available 12 to 1 with eight places. William Hill, dial in, dial in now. He won't go off 12 to 1 with eight places. The second selection of the week, he's the. He's a player that I've had my on for years. I believe he has a major championship in him, just like John Rahm. And he is also someone that I am considering for the major that takes place in two weeks' time. This player lies second in strokes gained approach over the last 50 rounds. He lies in the top 20 strokes gained on par fives in the last 50 rounds. He's a really consistent ball striker from 175 to 200 yards. His iron play is elite. And in addition to that, where distance is a must off the tee, he sits eighth in distance off the tee in the 2021 season on the PGA Tour. His name, he's available eight places, 33 to one. Second selection of the week, Joaquin Neiman. Joaquin Neiman will, my sec will be my second selection of the week. Quickly moving on to my third and equally as confident that this player will win a major in his career, probably more so than I am Joaquin. His price is a little skinny this week. I was hoping for 25 to 1. I got a bit of 22 to 1 before that disappeared, but I still believe that he is a great pick at 20 to 1. This player is an elite ball striker off the tee. There is probably no better. There is a stat floating around that in his first 50 PGA Tour rounds, there's only Tiger Woods that performed better tee to green than this guy. I do feel that this week suits him more than most because there is a real importance on that tee to green aspect. He comes in off the back of a very solid week last week where he finished third place with shooting six under on the final day. The third selection of the week, I will not keep you any longer, Victor Hovland, 20 to 1, eight places. And the fourth and final selection, he comes to us from what I would usually call the outsider price range, but this week, he has made it to the headline picks. He's a player that has been up on the podcast before. He's somebody who I like a lot. And let me tell you why I like his mentality. He is somebody that is plays tough tracks really, really well. There's also a big prize for him at the end of this year. And that is the Ryder Cup on the European team. That's available. And I would be... Personally delighted to see him in it because he is a winner, a winner at all costs. He's got good ticker when he's under the gun. He's won plenty of golf tournaments he's yet to bake through on the PGA Tour. But when he has come close, it's been on the sternest of golf tests. The fourth and final selection this week. 
available as big as 70 to 1, I believe. I'm just frantically checking it is still 70. I lied to you, he's available at 80 to 1 with six places and 70 to 1 with eight places. The Englishman who once sat in the back of a TV, uh, the taxi and told the driver, do you not know that I'm top 30 in the world? Well, Mr. Matt Wallace, go and prove to us that you're an elite golfer and take down the Wells Fargo Championship this week. Fourth and final selection, Matthew Wallace. Guys, quick recap here. We have John Rahm, Joaquin Neiman, Victor Hovland and Matt Wallace as the four outside right selections of the week. If you are listening to this on the podcast only, do take a chance to look at gingerbets.substack.com. That's gingerbets.substack.com where you will be able to register to the weekly golf newsletter that gives you much more than just the outright tips that you've heard here. If you are liking the content, please do like, subscribe and follow. Most importantly, Twitter and YouTube. Get yourself over to YouTube, Gingerbets in the search engine and follow the Golf Betting Insights YouTube channel. Please, I would be most grateful. Thank you for listening. I'll be also recording the YouTube outright picks this week. will be slightly shorter than the podcast, but back by popular demand at the request of a few special people this week's podcast let's hope that we've returned with a winner thank you for listening